birthday. We're all, we're literally gonna be watching the movie here in just a minute. Like not yeah. too long. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Um, uh, she's excited. Oh yeah. And I forgot that they have an arcade. I completely forgot till you started talking about that. Now I'm like thinking where all my quarters are. Mm-hmm. So yeah, haven't touched an arcade in a long time. So it's not since 1855 was an arcade. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. No. Yeah. No. 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 Cidercade. Oh yeah. Cidercade in Dallas. So Tabby's birthday. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was. So, and unlimited games on un- with the bracelets. I'd, I'll tell you guys if anybody you know if anybody lives out there, man, that's <laughs> that that'd be the place. That's where I'd be hanging out a lot. It's not even funny. I'd yeah. love something like that out here, but it's just not viable. It wouldn't sustain. No, I mean it's already a mystery how the bowling place is still open because it's constantly for sale, and the owners of it are keeping it open while it's for sale until somebody else buys it. Oh, yeah, same thing with the roller skating ring. Yeah, I want to go back. Got me my roller skates for my birthday, and I haven't been able to test them out on a real floor. Yeah, well, you have. You could have gone many, many times. So I don't roller skate. You don't need me there. I don't got money. You did. You and then I was, but I was working all the time. I'll see. That, that's the problem. Oh, my lordy. You have money and then you got to work to make money. But then, and speaking of, we got a load. Uh, it's, we got a load that they're running back to the West Coast for. They're picking up in Pennsylvania and heading as quickly south as they can from there. I'm like, even if you got to backtrack a little bit, do whatever it's going to take. It's just kind of nuts. And, uh. Really wanted to give all of our guys some, like, happy stuff for Christmas, but, oh well, they couldn't make our numbers, so, they don't get it, you know, and, uh, holy crud, we're all kind of stuck up here upstairs right now. Oh yeah, it's freezing, it's so cold downstairs right now that you can see your breath. Yeah. And even, you know, two, three layers of clothes, you can still feel the cold, it's Culinarily, we have the induction stovetop, and... It took longer for the water to boil, but I had to turn down the heat in order to be able to cook the omelets without burning them. So, um, that's because the butter would brown at a lower temperature. It's really weird. So, but then, you know, the water, once the water came to a boil, that was fun out front. Oh, yeah. And that old lady looking at us. (laughs) I've only ever seen... The the there was a viral video of a guy that took a thing of hot coffee mm-hmm. and threw it and and it was snowing and like it was like fifty degrees below or something like that yeah. wherever he was and I thought that was crazy because it just was like literally coffee snow that came falling down because it froze so fast I was like that's insane mm-hmm. <laughs> now we have cold enough temperatures that it just immediately started steaming up you know what I want to do mm-hmm. oh my gosh I'm gonna do it after we're done with this I'm gonna go down and boil a pot of water. I'm going to go up off the back balcony and I'm going to throw it off the ledge and you guys can watch it go all the way down. <laughs> see if any of the water actually makes it to the, makes it down without becoming a misty fog. Yeah. But with that, welcome to the stupid podcast on everything, our afternoon dive and our Christmas edition mm-hmm. where I am Joey and I'm Kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time with hopes to keep you entertained by two people who have absolutely nothing in common outside of everything that we have in common. (laughs) (laughs) So 
we are we're excited you know today is friday it is december 23rd Mm -hmm. it is my oldest daughter's as far as i know fairly certain my oldest daughter's birthday and she is 14 today and she is she this morning as as you heard if you were listening um you know i made her omelets yep and i make the omelets like i honestly Oh, I need to see if Robert is still alive, because if he's not, then I can argue and say that I make the best omelets on the planet. So, (laughs) but uh, yeah, I make an omelet that everybody in this house dies for. Yeah, it's very, very tasty. It's very rich. It's very clean and it tastes the way eggs are supposed to taste. Mm -hmm. So. She wanted that this morning, knew what was coming. She came into my room. I actually woke up at 4.30 in the morning originally, went into her room, woke her up just to be able to be the first to say happy birthday to her. It's you. It's it's an important thing for me, and I've missed a couple, and so I'm just like, ah, and I don't want to miss them anymore. So I just go through that extra effort and make sure, and I asked her what she wanted for breakfast, and she goes, I want your omelet. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Mind you, yesterday I took her out to lunch for her birthday meal, quote unquote, um, and she wanted she wanted Mexican. She wanted specifically, she wanted Mario's. I was like, you don't want sushi? I want Mario's. You want El Toro? I want Mario's. We were going to go to the new place, the little one that's over there, which has Menudo on Saturdays and Sundays, the one that's always packed right by next to Sonic. Oh, the and one that I keep pointing out? Yeah, we went there, and it was... Right after their lunch rush, all the tables were just dirty. Um, we sp- but we saw Menudo and we were like, <gasps> and nope, they only have it on Saturdays and Sundays, but they have it. So we we're like, okay. And their soup apparently is popular enough that there was at least one bowl, empty bowl of soup on each table. Hmm. So we'll have to try that out. But we went to Mario's, and so she was really happy about that. And uh, today, she wanted her omelets. That was her meal. That's what she wanted. That was. That's pretty flattering to me, honestly. So, and then we're going to take her to theater, and we've got all kinds of present stuff for her, right? We yep. After after I get this edited and up, I've yeah. got to go down and make her cake and pie because she's spoiled. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. she gets a key lime pie and a lemon cake that I'm going to decorate up. Nice. It's, I'll definitely make sure I take lots of pictures, and I'll, I'll post it because oh, yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to be pretty cute. <laughs> Because she's going to have a whole dinosaur theme, like little kid mm-hmm. dinosaur theme going on. And she wanted it. And so we're all very excited <laughs> to give that to her. We got all the things. Did you see the derpy dinosaurs? Yes. You know what I told her to call them? What? Chunkosauruses. Oh, my God. <laughs> she had the dough too thick. And so after using the cookie cutter, putting them in the oven, yeah. they just kind of like blooped into each other. <laughs> you can call it a bloobosaurus rex, but no. they're. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Uh, definitely her day. Mm-hmm. And then I, tomorrow morning, have to do something I haven't had to do for over 20 years. I have to get up dirt ass early in the morning and jump myself out to actually go finish up my Christmas shopping. Nobody gets to go with me. I got to go finish it up and get everybody done. Uh, because today is payday, but for whatever reason, and it's between Prosperity Bank and and the company's bank it won't post until after five o'clock tonight and i am not going out and going shopping 
tonight. That's just not going to happen. So, and the good news is I've been getting up way early in the morning, so I can be there when they first open. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's there. All so of my Christmas shopping has been done. I still have to wrap everybody's presents because I haven't, I just kept not having the time. Mm-hmm. I kept doing other things and then didn't want to miss out on things that everybody else was doing. So I have your present, Lily's mm-hmm. present, and Tabby's present. Those are those big presents to wrap. And then all of the other presents that you're not going to wrap because you can't wrap things very I cannot. Well. It's one of the so. things that I just cannot do. I swear, you can give me a box of perfect... You could give me a gift box where all I have to do is close the box and I somehow manage to mess it up, yes or no? I've, I, I, I <laughs> do. You've only ever wrapped one present around me. And, so. and how was it? It still was okay. It wasn't like, See, oh my goodness, this is amazing. This is Pinterest worthy, but it was still wrapped. It's better than the girls. <laughs> it was wrapped. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah. And, and then so. I've got, supposedly, I mean, I'm I'm excited. My dad is going to send me something again. Nice. Because um, he asked for my address again. And then my mom actually asked for my address this time. So hmm. I'm, And she told me that she was sending something. And she said that she sent it a little late, so it's going to come after Christmas. But I'm still excited because, I mean. You need to just tell them what the other one got you. And so you're like saying who loves you more so that, that next year they have to get you a better and better present. That that no? won't happen. Oh. They're not competitive with each other. And it hasn't <laughs> been like that at all. Darn it. Oh, see, that would be like the best thing. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't know. My parents just never talk to each other after divorces. Well, except for, you know. My stepdad, who raised me, is my dad, and my mom, for whatever reason, horrible, big, messy divorce, and now they're friends on Facebook. And I just look at that, and I go, are you serious? Like, okay. I just feel like people just get to a point where it's like, it's not worth it anymore, and... But I wouldn't be friends with... You're not them, and you're not normal people, so... (laughs) (laughs) So, oh, but... One of the cool things that I'd asked you about, because I wanted to know if there were some cool international days or national days, mm-hmm. including one that's actually on Christmas that's not Christmas, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, so this is your turn. So, so I wanted to do these, even though these we don't normally do these in the afternoon. Since we're not going to be here the next couple of days and it's free for all Friday, I wanted to do them. So go for it. So for tomorrow, for Christmas Eve, uh, it is National Eggnog Day. So, National Eggnog Day raises a holiday toast once a year on the day before Christmas, also known as Egg Milk Punch, which I've never heard it called that. No. Eggnog is God, a popular drink. that makes drink. it sound horrible. Eggnog is a popular drink throughout the United States during the holidays. The sweetened dairy-based beverage is traditionally made with milk and cream, sugar, whipped eggs, and spices. When served at parties and holiday get-togethers, liquor is often added to the eggnog. Many prefer brandy, rum, whiskey, bourbon, or vodka. Sometimes they even mix up a combination. For added holiday cheer, garnish the glass with a sprinkle of cinnamon, nutmeg, or pumpkin spice. Eggnog also flavors the holiday treats, too. For example, you can find eggnog-flavored coffees, teas, baked goods, and puddings at your grocery store. You may even have a few recipes of your own to spice up your holiday baking, too. Even though the the origin of of the eggnog drink is debated, many believe Mm -hmm. that the drink initially developed in East Anglia? Okay. England. Mm -hmm. However, others believe that it originated as a medieval European beverage made with hot milk. 
So, while gathering together with family and friends, enjoy a glass or two of eggnog. Other ways to enjoy the day include baking eggnog-flavored cookies, make a seasonal ice cream, or other holiday treat to share. So, and if you have anything that's, like, eggnog-related that's not just drinking eggnog, I'd definitely be interested to hear about that. I I do have something, and I have something that I was, well, that I plan on making for you guys, and now that I know that tomorrow is National Eggnog Day, I will make it for you, and you will all... Oh, it's going to be problematic, but <laughs> I I literally make eggnog French toast. What? Yeah. So I make eggnog French toast. So instead of utilizing just regular, you know, um, milk, you, you use eggnog in the French toast. Oh. But on top of that, you also <laughs> add the additional uh, ingredients over it. So there'll be extra nutmeg and cinnamon and clove and, and, and a little bit of cardamom, so things that I like to add into my eggnog. Um and then the last thing you add is a little bit of rum and you know and and vanilla if you're if you're so inclined and then you make those oh yeah but i will tell you that you know if you're listening to this do that tomorrow and you will regret it the rest of your life because (laughs) then you'll be upset that eggnog only comes around certain time of year and it's and I'm just not traditionally a French toast kind of guy. Yeah, because you don't really like sweet things around breakfast time. I don't like being fat is what I don't like. So that's that's really what that comes down to. So when I'm good about it, I don't. But literally, it is a French toast that is eggnog based, which, you know, yeah, a lot of people go, oh, my gosh, you didn't think about that. And I've had people that made eggnog pancakes and eggnog waffles and those are okay and great, but eggnog is honestly it's it's delicate to taste everything proper. It's not it's stuff that like if you cook it, you can lose some of the flavors in. So I'm I'm very very careful about it. But yeah, I I will uh, make sure that while I'm out shopping tomorrow morning, oh that I grab um, a nice gallon or half gallon or a couple half gallons so that I have a gallon of eggnog and I will make a uh, eggnog French toast for everybody tomorrow. Okay, so I'm excited. <laughs> All right, so what what do we got next? So we have for Christmas Day, okay, National Pumpkin Pie Day. So on December 25th, National Pumpkin Pie Day dishes up the slice many Americans are looking for around the dinner table. As they enjoy time with family or friends, they also take the opportunity to honor the ever humble and often flavored, often favored pumpkin pie. Often eating during the fall and winter months and invited to Thanksgiving and, cri- and Christmas tables in the United States, pumpkin pie is a traditional dessert. The pumpkin itself is a symbol of harvest. To make a pumpkin pie, the pulp of the pumpkin is mixed with eggs, evaporated and or sweetened, c- condensed milk, and sugar, and is te- typically flavored with nutmeg, cinnamon, cloves, and ginger. Pumpkin pie recipes were found in 17th century English cookbooks, such as Hannah Woolley's 1675, The Gentlewoman's Companion, a century later, pumpkin pie recipes began to appear in American cookbooks. Pumpkin pie became a familiar addition to the Thanksgiving dinner in the early 17th century when the pilgrims brought it back to New England. Initially, the pumpkin pie was prepared by stuffing the pumpkin with apples, spices, and sugar, then baking it whole. Many seasonal pumpkin pie-flavored products fill the grocery store shelves. We find the flavor in ice cream, pudding, coffee, lattes, cheesecake, pancakes, candy, and even beer. All season long, advertisers pitch pumpkin in their seasonal drinks and scents. Candles, diffusers, and waxes promise to fill our homes with pumpkin pie scent. Before long, our homes smell like a bakery. Some of us haven't turned on the oven since June. (laughs) The pie brings back such fond memories, too. 
Writers and poets include pumpkin pie in their seasonal poems, songs, and stories. The 1844 Thanksgiving poem, Over the River and Through the Wood, written by Lydia Maria Child, references pumpkin pie in one of its verses. Mm. Hurrah for the fun is the pudding done. Hurrah for the pumpkin pie. Another familiar one is the song Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, containing the lyrics, Later we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some caroling. So enjoy a piece of pumpkin pie, add a dollop of whipped cream, share some good conversation, and a cup of coffee while you celebrate. And definitely... Tell us if you like pumpkin pie or if there's something else that you could include around Christmas. Because I am going to be honest. I don't know if I've ever had pumpkin pie on Christmas. It was always a Thanksgiving thing for me. I, I have. it, But, yeah, I always associate pumpkin pie with Thanksgiving. It's like part of that end of type situation. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm looking at like pumpkin pie ice cream or not ice cream, uh, pumpkin pie soup. So doing a bisque with pumpkin huh. um, going around those that route. So but. Yeah, no, I'm, I don't know. I, <laughs> but, I mean, what is quintessential, you know, Christmas food to you? Like, everybody Honestly, does. Honestly, this yeah. is where it's going to be, like, I'm glad that you said you were going to make the, the eggnog French toast tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Because for me, like, the, for, for my family at least, the tradition for Christmas morning was always, we would, we would always buy, like, two things of Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. Mm-hmm. Um, and... We would open it up and cut the cinnamon rolls when they were still dough and then put them all in a square uh, a square pan, mm-hmm. a deep dish square pan. Mm-hmm. And Casserole then, dish? Yeah. And put uh, the, the icing on before you bake it and then a little bit of rum or apple brandy and then bake it like that. And then it comes out in this pull apart cinnamon roll bread. Nice. And then you put the icing over it. And they always make extra icing and then put more icing on it. So it kind of soaks it. Mm-hmm. And then it's so tasty. And then uh, later, like, we'll have, like, just a, so more or less, like, a, just a big sweets feast for breakfast. Sure. Because me and my family, we all love sugar. <laughs> so we'd have that. We would have uh, muffins if that was ever, you know, if we had the time for that. My dad would normally make corned beef hash and eggs and things like that. We would just have like a breakfast feast, but we Mm -hmm. never really ate breakfast until it was like 11 because we would get up. We would always get up like at four or five in the morning because we were so excited. And then that would be that would be that. But we we never really had like Christmas dinner or anything like that. It was always breakfast for us. And then we just kind of ate whatever we had. Like we never ate turkey on Thanksgiving or ham on Thanksgiving or on Christmas, I mean, um, until like later on in my life, then we started doing Christmas ham mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed that, but it just, it wasn't really, it was never really a tradition. I feel like just because we started it once I was like 16, it was, so it wasn't really something that we had always done and it was only my uncle Jason's recipe that we would use. So and it's always funny. We, we call something a tradition, but if you don't like it, you just stop doing it. <laughs> you know, it's not, yeah. not like we go do this a tradition. My um, great gammy is what we called her on my stepdad's side, mm-hmm. on my dad's side. Um, she used to make this thing with cranberry sauce. And it was that chunky cranberry sauce with chunks of cranberry in it. She'd slather it out in a casserole dish and then she would put marshmallows over the top of that. And put it in the oven just enough to melt the marshmallows and get a little brown on top. It was horrible. <laughs> but every year she'd bring it, and every year we'd all have to put some on our plate, even if you didn't eat it. Just put it on there, Joey. You know, <laughs> put it on there. 
And, you know, every year she'd come around. She'd be like, Joey, do you have some of my, my casserole? Of course, Gammy. We have it all the time because you brought it. Thank you so much. I or I know who brought it this year, Gammy. And she was smiling and she was beaming. And nobody liked it. <laughs> nobody liked it. But we loved her so much that we had that. Now, actually, see, so you bring that. And that's like, that's one of my happy, happy Christmas uh, memories. So, but. Okay, so I have a question for you. Okay. And this is going to be kind of a fun one, and and you got to ask me afterwards, so I got to be able to answer this too. Okay. Okay. I want you to tell me a present that somebody else got that you wanted, and you whether you got to play with it or not. Like, if your siblings got something that you that you wanted. Or, and then you were playing with it because you wanted to play and you wanted it more than they did and you played with it more than they did or whether it was just something that somebody got and it was like you thought you were going to get it or you were expecting to get it and you didn't get it. You want me to go first while you think about it? Yeah, because I, okay. I have, I'd have to go through all of my Christmases and remember all of my big presents. Okay, so I'll tell you. So I am six years old and Hannah, my sister, who I pretty much was the one that I grew most of my, my up with, Hannah got, and you won't be surprised when I say this, she got a kitchen set. Oh. She got <laughs> this kitchen set with pots and pans. Now, these aren't like the cute ones like you got, like I've seen like for the girls now or anything like that. Oh. These ones were big plastic and had faces on them and all the faces were smiling. <laughs> they were weird colors, but I saw, and they, but she had spatulas and turners and whisks and spoons <laughs> And I got so excited the moment she, and I remember what I got that year. That year I got a Hot Wheels track, right? Uh-huh. And I remember the Hot Wheels track and it was cool and all, but she got a cooking set, right? <laughs> and so I was playing, there's it somewhere on the Zeleny side, there's a picture of six year old me playing with the cookie <laughs> set, with this cooking set. My mom might actually have it somewhere of me playing with this cooking set. And they thought it was the funniest thing, and now it's like, and then I'll, I'll tell you this, my mom had to go to the hospital, and this was well after we'd gotten past our drama side of things, and after their divorce, um, she needed somebody to drive her home from the hospital, and I drove her home from the hospital, and it was the first time I cooked for her, and shut her up. She has never once since then tried <laughs> to do anything culinarily with me, so, but, but. They would always like every four years or something. Somebody pull out the. Remember when Joey was a little kid and Hannah and Hannah got the. Oh, remember when Joey was a little. Remember when Joey was a little kid and Hannah got the the cooking set and Joey was playing with it. He he he. <laughs> now nobody in my family says jack shit about now it. Now you're a chef. Yep, now everybody's like. Oh, okay. And I mean, yeah, to the point where now might be we're looking at a an actual space right now to probably possibly we'll see how it works. Open a restaurant. Yeah. That <laughs> Oh, that's going to be dangerous because the I'll, I'm just going to be honest, the restaurants that are out here are not great. The the gourmet restaurants that are out here are not gourmet to me. They're just not. So well, they really they really aren't. So that sucks. Yeah. No. But anyway, but so, so you figure one out? Yes. Okay. I remember. All I right. remember because I was so upset and I couldn't say anything about it because it wasn't it wasn't 
wasn't my place to say See? anything. See? So I don't remember. Let's vocalize your trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what I got that year. I, I, it might have been when I got my little point and shoot camera that okay. was pink and it was, you know, a point and shoot camera. But either way, Donovan got a 3DS. Ooh. And I had a DS Lite and Malia had a DS Lite. And my friend Maya, who the whole reason I wanted a DS to begin with, had a DS Lite because I was super into Littlest Pet Shops and uh, all the other just like girly games at that point. I had mm-hmm. a Tinkerbell game. I had I had quite a few built up on my on my DS and I loved it. I literally it was but it was one of those things that I was never like obsessed with it or anything, but I just really enjoyed it. Sure. Maya had a Mario game and I played it once and I wanted I wanted it so bad. And then Christmas came around, and Donovan got a 3DS that was Mario-themed. It was like a special, like, something edition mm-hmm. Mario 3DS that mm-hmm. had, it was silver on the top part, and it had an engraved symbol on it, and then you flipped it open, and the opening was different, and the even down to, like, the joysticks were a different color than the original 3DS was, and it was not just the regular 3DS. It was a special edition 3DS XL. So it was a bigger screen, too. The touchscreen was better. And it was just everything that I had wanted. Because I wanted one so bad. Because I wanted to be able to play all of the new Mario games. Especially Mario Kart. Because I really liked Mario Kart. But I loved the Mario Brothers game that she had. And so I wanted to play it. And I couldn't play it if I wasn't over at her house or her over. And like remembering to bring it. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted a 3DS. And I put it on my Christmas list. And he hadn't played any video games really at that point. But they got him the 3DS. And then and it was his and I didn't get it and I remember he got it and he played with it for a little bit and then as soon as it was because we were my me and my siblings had a great relationship when we were younger so it was like you know we played with each other's Christmas toys after the first initial oh my god died mm-hmm. down so we would share and so I got to play on it and I had a really good you know time playing on it but it was still just like it's not mine so I can't just you know play on it whenever I was so upset but you know, I got over it because then we got a Wii as a family mm-hmm. and then we had that system and then we had the Wii U and everything after that. So I got over it, but I never got a 3DS forever after that. <laughs> and I, I think it was Malia got a 3DS. Yeah. And so it was like Donovan got a, a 3DS, Malia got a 3DS. I never got one. <laughs> so I was really upset. Wow. But then my Splatoon uh, addiction became a thing when we got the Wii U mm-hmm. and got that game. And like everybody loved that game, but I... I adored that oh, game, yeah. and so the and the you, Wii U was you got pretty Tabby much mine. It, so. Yes, because <laughs> <laughs> it's a good game. It's so fun. It's and it's crazy to think that the first game is that old that I was playing it on the Wii U. Oh yeah, like that just it that blows my mind. But but yeah, no. So that's it. 3DS. I wanted one so bad, and I think when Malia got hers, she got the. Mar- or Luigi's Mansion game, mm-hmm. and I still to this day haven't played that. I wanted to because I love Luigi, but never never played it. So, and of course, I'm at a point now where it's like I can play all of those games. I can get them on the Switch. Mm-hmm. I just I just haven't because there were other games that were more important oh, yeah, higher no, up on my list. I understand. I'm I'm at a point now where I can start going backwards <laughs> and getting older games to play because I've always wanted to. I mean, yeah. right now I I finished already went through Mario Galaxy and completed that game because I loved that game. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm doing Mario Sunshine and I'm I I did I tell you I beat that level that was making me upset when we were out on the road? No, I just completely I shut that trauma out. You were getting so I mad. was so upset because oh it was stupid, gosh. but I finally beat it. It's she over. Almost got me in a truck wreck with that she literally was like <laughs> ah! and i'm like driving and when you're driving you're like 
And then suddenly the person next to you just, you know, I, sits and screams. You're just like, what the what did I fucking miss? You know, it's like you yell at games all the time. I do, but, but not while you're does, driving the you, truck. Well, but you yell whenever we could be sitting there doing absolutely. It could be dead silent in the room and then all of just out of nowhere. You could start screaming at, the, at your iPad. I, I so never it scared me. At a video game you in are my a life. liar. <laughs> not once. So, I have. Never, ever, ever <laughs> screamed or been no, mad no, or no, frustrated no, no, no. at a game. I have no broken devices. Uh-huh. I literally, no, I told you that Amy's actually the worst offender, though, right? Yeah, but she just doesn't play any of those games anymore or yeah. hasn't had the, the opportunity to because we haven't had any PCs for her to play on. But so. it, it was hilarious. I mean, it wasn't hilarious, but it was hilarious. <laughs> well, that, anybody getting mad at a game is hilarious. But do you know what game it was? What? It was Sims. Well, Sims it can be Sims stressful. F- I think Sims Four <laughs> Urban Style or whatever. Urban which, City or whatever. Yeah, it is. whatever. Which one it was? She got mad about it, and all I saw was a PS uh, PlayStation Two controller fly across the room and <laughs> smash into oh the wall, God. embed itself right where the living room went into the kitchen. Yeah, right there. She, that freaking that column right there embedded and broke the controller just <laughs> i was like okay you can't say squat about me yelling at anything lady so that is but, so funny no she's you know it's it's funny because amy oh and just because she's going to be happy that i disclose this you know for the <laughs> three and a quarter people listening because our numbers are getting higher um anyway um when I talked about Amy, my stalker ex, who was who stabbed me, that obviously was not the same Amy as the Amy that I married. They're nothing alike. The Amy who was a stalker was a redhead. My Amy's redhead. Um, that no, they they just they aren't the same person. So anybody who goes, wait, so you married the girl that stabbed you in the knee? No, I did not. <laughs> But, no, she's got one of those tempers that when it comes, it's like, okay. Because, yeah. like, I naturally get elevated in the way I talk when I'm talking about things. I'm passionate about things or I think things are crazy. But when she goes to full-blown yell mode, like, the animals hide, you know? So, and I'm not talking about our animals. Like, the animals from the neighbors two doors down type situation. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, but not not the same person, but... Yeah, see, now now I know. So a Nintendo 3DS XL yes. is is your is your trauma. So but well, I mean and and you know, and now you have any video game system you want, all the video games you could want, iPad games, mobile games, you know, yeah. Splatoons. You play video games on 177 and a half inches yes. of, you know, It is extremely nice. Yes. <laughs> I it's nice because then split screen Mario Kart you're playing on a regular size TV for yeah. each yeah for <laughs> each four corner. people yeah it's like all right well kids we're gonna play on a 48 inch screen now oh no <laughs> you know and it's like but it's it's even bigger than that but yeah it's it's nuts to think about what we have and like for me you know I have a full stock kitchen I have yeah. I go through kitchen equipment with people and they're like what's that. You know, it's like, I mean, down to my, I used it this morning, was my my commercial immersion stick blender, you know. Not, it's not one of those little silly ones that you get from Walmart or something like that. No, that those don't do squat. This thing is so powerful. We have a uh, eight-quart bowl 
and you can fill it with water, turn that thing on, on the bottom of the bowl filled with water and lift it straight up. The suction is so strong that it'll just lift it and you can't even pull it apart when you put it in a glass. So, oh, it's crazy. What do we got? <laughs> what are so, we going to go on to next? Um, Along the same lines of Christmas, I have three sure. Reddit posts from Am I the A-Hole that are Christmas related. Oh, boy. So these are going to be it's going to be interesting. Okay. <laughs> I, I am. They're not like super long or anything. But this first one is from Omom2122 and it's titled, Am I the A-Hole for Banning Alcohol from Christmas? So my husband's family likes to drink. Every holiday includes multiple bottles of wine slash cocktails. I hate drinking. I have never drank. My father was an alcoholic. I think it's childish if you can't have fun without drinking. This year, I'm hosting Christmas for a change, and I decided since it's at my house, no alcohol was, would be allowed, and we are all getting older, and it's just time to grow up. My husband's sister called to ask what she could bring. She saw a recipe for a Christmas martini that she wanted to bring. I told her about my no alcohol rule. She didn't say much, but must have told the rest of the family. Some of them started texting me, asking me if I was serious, and saying that that is lame, but I'm not budging. Now, it's, now it turns out my husband sister is hosting an alternate <sighs> gathering that almost everyone is choosing to go to instead it's so disrespectful all because they would have to spend one day sober my husband told me he talked to his sister and we are inviting invited to her gathering and he said we should go and stop causing issues but i won't it's so rude now my husband is mad because i'm making him stay home and spend christmas with me but it was my turn to host and i chose to have a no alcohol day and they could have dealt with it for one year Okay. <laughs> so this is a real life Grinch mm, happening with looked, alcohol. You <laughs> are the asshole. I mean, seriously, look, we're not talking about. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to get into this. We're not talking about a dietary restriction. Yeah. No. We're not talking about, you know, something like, look, look, I, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about. Hey, you know what? Grandpa's diabetic. It's his last year's here. We're not going to have chocolate because grandpa can't resist chocolate. Yeah. And I don't want a dead grandpa. Okay. We're talking about a, I don't drink. I don't like drinking. I'm a judgmental fucking yeah. bitch. This is literally same. what you it's are. Literally being you know? repressed with alcohol. Right. Because your father was an alcoholic. You don't drink and you don't want anybody else to around you. Right. I understand. I don't think it's too much to ask for one year. No, you know what? It's I, not. It's not too much for you to ask for one day. This isn't your day. That's yeah. what this comes down to. We're not talking about a wedding. If you're at your wedding and you say, you know, because we can go back to the I brought food from outside. The guy with the 22 yeah. year old kid and that garbage. You know, we're talking about this is the day where your your family, most of your family probably only sees each other and they drink. Why? Because they have fun. And you don't like it, and you're oh my gosh, you can go one day with. Who the hell are you? Yeah, this, they're a you're acting like everybody drinks all the time, and it's right. like you can't be sober for one day. It's literally the one day out of the year that people can get drunk and not be judged for yep. it because it's a holiday. So that's just I and, don't know. That's and, just so <laughs> where where your brain isn't working, op, is that you think it's about the alcohol. Yeah, I guarantee you that's not what it is with the family. With the family, because this is your day to host. This is your time to host. No, to the family, it is about your need to be in control. And yeah. so you looked for this one opportunity to be in control, and it's this one thing that doesn't even affect you because you don't do it. Yeah, it's not like you're so a recovering dumb. alcoholic, right? It's not like you're I never drink. I just don't drink. Okay, because that's not something a recovering alcoholic would say. Someone would say, hey, look. They would yeah. literally say, I've been sober for five years. I got my five-year chip. Something like that that most people who are 
in that kind of level, we go, okay, you know what? I can understand that. Yeah, and it's also not like she's saying, because she literally said it because, you know, it's childish. She's not saying it because, like, they all get drunk and, like, destroy property or right. something. It's nope. Literally just because she thinks it's childish and they should grow up. Nope. That is literally not the only most adult I thing not, to do is yeah. to drink on Christmas. Not only would I not come to your Christmas party, your Christmas party that you're hosting or you're a year, I wouldn't go to any more that you ever host. Yeah, no. That's, that's you want to see Petty? Yeah. That's that's where that <laughs> is. No, you're absolutely 100% the asshole. And if anybody disagrees, please go to our Facebook page and go to any of those and, and chime in know. on it. Yeah, Rip absolutely. <laughs> I want to argue. <laughs> absolutely. And 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 uh we're 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 going to be picking up heavy on our social media postings, especially on Facebook. And we're going to make segments so you guys can come in and chime in and, and you know, give us your feeling mm-hmm. about anything that we say in any of the posts that we talk about. All right. Go for it. OK. So the second one is from You Should Be Laughing 6 and it's titled Am I the a-hole for saying I won't come to Christmas at my in-laws if I can't wear a hat? So this is a petty little thing, but maybe you guys can help me know if I was in the wrong. For context, I, 25 female, got married in November. My mother-in-law doesn't really like me, even trying to steal the spotlight at my wedding, but is still overly traditional. At Thanksgiving, I was having a really bad hair day, so I wore a black leather cap, a dressier newsboy-style one, my hu- which my husband said had looked great on me. The holiday was hostile, even more so than prior gatherings I'd been to, and hubby said, mother-in-law said, it was because I wore a hat, but I know it was just an excuse. I told mother-in-law I wouldn't come to Christmas with them, then blocked her number and her on Facebook. My husband is trying to keep us both happy since he doesn't like conflict. He wants me to come to one more celebration to see if maybe people are getting used to me. He's told mother-in-law she needs to be nice and treat me as part of the family since I am and that if I feel unwelcome at Christmas like I did at Thanksgiving that we won't attend future events and she see and and she see him much more anymore. Okay. Okay. That was just a weird sentence. I understand why he wants me to give her one final chance, but haven't had any conflict with him. Marriage is about compromise, and I get that he doesn't want to cut her off since she's his mother, but I just don't want to be involved with her unless I have to be. I wanted to see if mother-in-law was listening to him, so I asked my husband to request that I be allowed to wear the same hat to Christmas. Hubby said he thought I'd worn it since I had a bad hair day, but this time it's as a statement that they should treat me as an outsider, either because I wear hats all the time, right now it's just a sports visor, which I'd never wear to a holiday, so it's not like I'm going doing that or they just don't like me if they won't let me wear a hat what else are they going to restrict about me let me be me or i won't come period my husband agreed and relayed this to mother-in-law and she's been asking him why he married the devil he's growing tense with me and i told him he'll probably have to pick a side sooner or later and that i never intended it to be that way he spent last night at a friend's house because he needed to think i feel bad because i care about him and no conflict stresses him out i told him to text me when he was ready to talk he hasn't yet my friend thinks that my hat request was unnecessary and maybe I strained my relationship with my husband. I think he just needed space to think about because conflict stresses him out. So I got to ask, am I the a-hole for saying I won't come if I don't wear a hat? All right. So I took the lead last one and kind of bowled over it, but we agreed. So, But you go ahead on this one. Honestly, as somebody that has family that I don't like, as somebody that's been around people that I don't like, been forced to be around people I don't like, I honestly, because this is... A, he's asking for one more, I would make it clear and just sit there and be like, okay, one more. You're saying right now, you're promising me one more for this Christmas. And if they still treat me the same way, never again, right? And if he doesn't keep that promise, then you have a bigger issue. Because 
I, I just I feel like that that should be the thing that you should be sitting there being like, OK, you're, you want me to go. You don't like conflict. I will go and I will, you know, be whatever. Like, even if it's just like we'll go for half the day kind of thing, mm-hmm. because that's what compromise is. You want me over there. I don't want to be over there. So we'll go over there for half the day, whether that's the, the first half or the second half or just go pop in, you know, exchange presents, say hi and then leave or whatever it is just so that they are making an appearance. Because no matter what, I understand the whole like, you know, he's fa- you know, she's technically your family now because you're married with him and, you know, all that stuff. But if she's not treating you right, she doesn't have to treat you right. You don't have to go with your husband. He can go. And if you can't stand it after this, you know, last time, I would say, you know, whatever. Asking about the whole hat thing, I feel like that was just kind of like a, that's that was a very childish way to do it, I feel like. It's like, if you can't, you know, accept me as this, then, you know, you can't accept me at all kind of thing. It's just like, I hate, I hate things like that. It's really weird. And that's very, it's just a very childish thing to do. And I don't understand, you know, over a hat, it's just a childish situation overall. You're letting her get the best of you by letting her be angry about a hat and then letting that completely decide your fate of whether or not you're going to be around his family or not. If it's just the mother-in-law, because that's what it sounds like. It doesn't sound like his whole family is bugging you and they all don't like you. It sounds like the mother-in-law is just kind of leading the charge of being like, oh, I don't like you. And nobody wants to tell her no. So then everybody else is kind of like, oh, well, I guess. Because if that's the case, then fuck her. What the hell? Why why are you letting her get the best of you? Go over there, be the best self you are, and then leave high and mighty and don't let her get to you. I just, I've been, I've been forced to be around people that don't like me or that I don't like. And for a few hours or one day or whatever it is, because it doesn't even sound like it's about it being like Christmas or anything. It sounds Mm -hmm. like it's literally just about her not liking you. It doesn't seem like you're like, oh, man, I love and enjoy Christmas. I want to have fun. She's not going to let me have fun. It's going to ruin my day, and I really care about Christmas. It just sounds like, eh, she's rude. I don't want to be around her because she's rude and she doesn't like me. Like, you can't just – it's one day. (laughs) I just – you can't just kind of go for your husband and just, you know, hey, like you said, the compromise isn't, you know, we go or we don't. The compromise is, okay, we can go, but only for this much time. I can't handle it. Or if I need to leave, I'm going to go sit in the car or whatever it is, just so that you, you have both sides of it. The I'm going to go or I'm not going to go. That's just, I feel like that's that's childish and it does make you an a-hole. And for him to not like conflict and you know he doesn't like conflict and then you made it more childish conflict than instead of just, you know, coming up with a solution I don't know. I just I feel like, yeah, you kind of are the a-hole if he doesn't like conflict and then you're mad now because he doesn't want to deal with it or he can't deal with it. And he's thinking about it. Mm -hmm. I just I don't know. I feel like that's that kind of puts it on your shoulders because you can sit here and preemptively tell us that. But you didn't think about it before. So in the in the general, you know, scheme of all of it. I feel like, yes, you're kind of the a-hole for that because uh, what you did was unnecessary and you could have easily come up with a solution for it, but you just didn't and took the, I'm going to stand my ground and I'm going to be childish about it, either I can come with the hat or I don't go at all. That's just, that's just, it's childish. <laughs> so that's, that's how I feel. So I, <laughs> I, I, I have a relatability to this and, and th- this is, this is where it is. You literally saying that your husband is going to have to choose a side are setting yourself up for the your husband choosing what you don't like because I will tell you this and and Kiki knows this if you ever give me an ultimatum I am going to choose the decision you don't like whether or not it was the best decision because 
ultimatums are manipulative. 100%. Well, now I'm not saying she's done that, so I don't want anybody to think, oh, yeah, Kika. No, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> no, I'm saying you know this because the girls do this all the time. Lily oh, yeah. and Tabby would, used to do this all the time. Give an ultimatum, you know, and if you give me an ultimatum, I literally, I've had employers give me ultimatums and the next day I wasn't there. You know, and uh, cost them millions of dollars. It was one of my talks earlier. They gave me an ultimatum to come on at a lesser position and lose my bonus or, you know, that I was gone. So I was gone and it cost them everything. I found out it did. It cost them everything. They're gone. So, haha. Anyway, (laughs) but, you know, why? Why did you have to do that? You, You would have been in the right just to show up with the hat. Yeah. You would have been in the right to have just gone there and ignored this one trollop of a human being, you know, and yes, he is going to have to choose. When I got married, my choice was easy. My choice was my wife. Just as when I had kids, my choice was easy because my choice were my kids. And that was where it was. By you setting up the ultimatum, he can't give you this is this is a problem and, and I think people need to get this with when it comes to ultimatums. If you give me an ultimatum where you're going to come out on top, why can't I do it? Because then I set precedent. Then our entire rest of our relationship, you know that there's a line that if you go to, I'm going to side with you. I'm gonna cut off my friends, I'm not gonna talk to these people, I'm not gonna do this thing because that line was set. And that's what you're doing to your husband. Seriously, that's 100% what you were doing to him. You are setting up an ultimatum because he has to choose between you and his mom. No, he doesn't. He can have a different dynamic relationship with you and his mom. He can be supportive of you over his mom. But you just gave him one less reason to be like that. You literally just showed him that you can be a petty bitch. And that's what that's what he's going to see. Why is he thinking about it? Because I don't, they didn't say anywhere how long they've been married, right? Uh, no. Okay. So let's say you guys have been married for five years or less and you're showing And this, it w- this wouldn't be the first time because this is obviously not the first talk you've had to have about this, you know, but you're just showing where that pettiness lies and he's just sitting there going, wow, I don't want to deal with this. You want to go to the event, you want to wear a hat, fine. But I, and, 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 and the reason that I'm inclined to believe that it's you is because you told him to go to your his mother and talk to her about the hat. You didn't just let it happen. You didn't go to yeah. him and say, hey, I'm going to wear the hat. And he go, I thought you only wore it because it was a bad hair day. No, I'm going to wear the hat. And left it at that. You went, you need to tell your mom that she better be okay with me wearing the hat. Right? Yeah. Nope. Congratulations. There's your line. Another asshole bites the dust. <laughs> I'll go on to the next one here. Okay, this one is from Wernay339OE3JRJ. <laughs> and it is titled, Am I the A-hole for upstaging my wife in our Christmas cookie baking tradition? So my, 25 male, <laughs> wife, 23 female, and I have had a tradition every Christmas where we would bake Christmas cookies and frost them with, our, with all of our friends. We'd then give the cookies out to friends and family and helpers. 
Every year, my wife would take on the bulk of the baking duties, insisting that only she knew how to bake them right and only letting whoever is helping frost them. She always insisted on doing all the baking because frosting is the fun part and the only thing people want to do. Usually, this frosting and baking marathon would last until the wee hours of the morning and start around noon. Well, this year, for reasons that aren't relevant to this post today, she would not be available on the day we normally do all this. She was sad that we wouldn't be able to do our cookie tradition. I said that I was more than capable of baking the cookies. She seemed to think I was joking and that I could basically never do it myself. Well, I said I'd try, and she wished me a sarcastic good luck. (laughs) So... Well, in the run-up of the days of baking and frosting, I started running drills to optimize production. Enter testing and tragic mistake montage. I started rearranging the house in various configurations, running tests on the dough we were using to see how long it took to bake and making appropriate changes while running it by taste testers, substituting ingredients for quicker bake time while preserving taste, making the cookies as thin as possible without compromising frosting ratio, canvas space for creativity, and or compromising structural integrity, etc., Come the day of baking, I have everything down to a science. As friends and family come in, in, I give them the rundown. After a couple hours, most kinks are worked out and cookies are flowing out at a breakneck pace. Eventually, we start running out of material, something that never happened during my wife's ages. We start making runs to the store for the necessary raw materials to fuel our mighty cookie forges. By the time we were exhausted around 2 a.m., we had produced at least five times the amount of cookies we ever had before. Well, my wife gets home a couple days later and is weirdly upset. She insists the cookies taste weird, that we spent too much money, and that I was actively trying to make her look bad by making so much more than her. In truth, (laughs) I ran blind tests to see if anyone could differentiate between our old recipe and mine, and no one could. I also spent 40% more than years previous as I slotted in some cheaper ingredients and bought some stuff in bulk, and I had absolutely zero intention of upstaging her. I simply had the goal of maximized cookie production. She says that even though, even if I did do it on purpose, that I should have thought about how it made her look to circles and that I have embarrassed her. And she actually called me an asshole. She's never called me an asshole in all three years of our marriage. So I can't help but think that I am. Am I the asshole? Nope. Absolutely (laughs) not. No, no, no. You are are not. What your wife just said is, hey, there's this thing that I have that I'm very insecure about and I want to take control of it. And if anybody else does it better than me, then I'm going to be ultra critical about it rather than being supportive about it. And that's what you just literally said. You you went through it. It's the same thing. Look, I get okay. I'll, I'll give a prime example. Chicken and dumplings, which I want for dinner tonight. I was thinking about this. I don't know. It's not my birthday, but tomorrow we can do it tomorrow. Anyways, I have never successfully been able to make chicken and dumplings, and it's because I can't do basic. Basic is very hard for me when it comes to cooking. Nikki made those chicken and dumplings that one night and they were so good and it was so good and it was just it was incredible right and I didn't sit there and go oh and I wasn't critical about it or anything like that and when you guys try to make when you guys you know try to make something that I make and that I make well I'm never critical about it I'm excited about it I like to try other people's stuff even when you're like no it's not as good as yours I don't (laughs) care that's you guys all do that and I get that (laughs) but but there's two different ways that I could be in that and be like yeah this sucks oh my god look at why did you put cheese in an omelet Ugh. What is it? What do you think? This is Denny's? No, we're not going to measure this in in cups. We measure this in milliliters. What do you think we are? Scruffy in the old wild west? <laughs> utilizing a coffee can to, to measure our stuff? You're a horrible person. This is mine. I'm going to be. No, I'm like, okay, awesome. Thank you. And it's like, and that, that's where it is. And it's like there, because that's what encouragement should be. Your wife of all of three years just 
called you an asshole because you did what she told you that you couldn't do. And then you obviously did it well enough that she had to be critical about it. And which means that she would rather tear you down to build herself up than to build you up and be humble. So, nope, yeah. you're not the asshole. You married the asshole. Good job. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> no, I could understand her being upset by it, but I cannot understand her calling you an asshole because of it. Right? Like, she should have just been like, man, you know, I, I honestly am upset that I missed it and then you upstaged me. But, you know, you did a good job. So I can't deny that because we've had things like that where it's yeah. like, oh, I want to do this or I want to be a part of this. And then we couldn't for whatever reason, like even down to like Tabby's birthday when we did the movie theater thing. Yeah. When we did the movie theater in at in our own house thing, we watched a movie, we popped a bunch of popcorn and we got those those uh, movie theater awesome. little boxes and we got her box candies and we you know made tickets. So as soon as we picked her up. Gave her, you know, movie tickets that we had handwritten and did this whole thing. And it was really cool. And he, you were upset that you missed it. But it didn't mean that you sat there like, you shouldn't have done anything because I wasn't here. You and posted so, it on Facebook. Yeah. I was very proud about it. I was happy about it. Everything was there. As a matter of fact, I let your walls and Nikki's walls be what people posted on for happy birthday to her. Because yeah. it was awesome. I thought it was amazing. And it was encouraging. You know, um, Amy, my wife, um, Amy, not psycho Amy, but I'm just going to say when I say Amy, for the most part, talk about wife. Anyways, with with her, um, you know, we both entered the same chili contest. And she kicked my ass <laughs> like she kicked my ass. Her chili is a fucking amazing. I didn't sit there. Oh, she no, <laughs> she kicked my ass. And I was so proud of her. And I was like the only one who made. OK. Uh, we're going to do this. I'm the only one who made chili without beans for this chili contest because, you know, chili. And that's it, a huge discussion. I don't care. Put in whatever you want in your chili. I don't care as long as, it's, you know, not pineapple. Actually, you could put pineapple in your chili. Whatever you want. It's your chili. <laughs> but doesn't mean I have to eat it. But, um, you know, but sh but could you imagine if I sat there? It was like I, I would have sat there and, and Lily wouldn't have a birthday today because I was like, Wow, that bitch made better chili than me. Well, come to find out, it's like, you know, third generation, her family chili. And it's good. It's, you know, I love it. I love it every time she makes it. We we kill it every time she makes it. Yeah. And, and if you make chili and your chili ends up being better than hers, I'll be like, it's good. I, and, and I wouldn't think that Amy would, would be insecure about that and be like, well, it tastes funny. <laughs> and you know what? Are you, how much money did you spend making this chili? And those aren't the beans that I would use. Right. It's not your chili. Yeah. And, you know, just, it's... no, Amy doesn't do that. She's not that petty, you know. And so it's like, but no, you're not the asshole. You marry the asshole and the asshole's being an asshole. Like, I can't think of any, you know, we talk about that. There's two sides to a lot of stories. And I think about what could be the second sides on, on all of these whenever we're telling them this one. There's not. Yeah, no, there's nothing that she could have said or, like, asked for or anything like that that can make him the asshole. Like, unless you can't, she came home and you went, hey, look, I made these cookies. Yeah. I made more of them than you. I, they cost cheaper than you. And taste them. They taste exactly like yours. Everybody else says so. Right? Then, oh, nope. You became the asshole. You became the prolapsed <laughs> asshole at that <laughs> point. But, no, that's not what happened, you, you know. And, and if that's not what happened, then, yeah, you know, there's just, there's nothing about it. So... But I am looking forward to this Christmas. Me too. I'm, I'm so excited for everybody to open their presents uh, for me. 
everybody is gonna be everybody's gonna be so happy and like mm-hmm. tabby has no idea and i'm so excited that she has no idea because yeah. it's a good present same thing for nikki absolutely no idea mm-hmm. but i and i because i gave them both the same hint that it's like something that they've wanted that they've been wanting and they've asked for several times or looked at different versions of it and things like that and they have never they just completely forgot about it because like for the last year they have kind of fallen off of saying Mm -hmm. things about it but doesn't mean they don't want it anymore so i'm i'm excited so nikki's present right we went there and the one that we got is gone okay and and it's gone gone but the other ones, the little ones and uh-huh. those, they were there. And she goes, <gasps> look, I'm like, oh, I'm like, uh, and <laughs> so hilarious. So, so close to almost <laughs> figuring hers out. And then it's like, you know, I was like, oh, gosh. And Lily, no idea. Lily, Lily, to the point yesterday, we we're sitting there saying, well, you don't like Pokemon anymore. And yeah. she's like, I do. T- who told you that? Like, she got <laughs> so offended, you know, by that one statement. So and it's like yours. I know you've lovingly given up on. Yes. So I do like what your idea was, though. So I'm, I'm definitely going to have to uh, some point anyway. But um, I got to figure it out, too. It's not an easy figure because they have more than one kind of wine. Um, But Tabby, we're good. I'm so I'm I'm, I'm pretty happy. Anna's the only one that I'm just kind of like, oh, she she sent me five things. I'm going to go get one of those five. And I don't normally do that. I usually I usually use that stuff as an inspiration on what else to get. But I'm like, nah, I'm going to go get it. So I'm gonna, there. Look, hey, surprise. It's exactly what you asked for. So, but oh, we're going to probably have Christmas up here, upstairs. If it's as cold as it is, we're not going to want to be down there. Well, we can still warm up the foyer. Yeah. We, we could. We probably won't be able to warm up anything else. But that's true. But the Christmas tree still looks beautiful. Yeah, you guys I'm did so, such <laughs> a so good job on that it. Christmas tree. We need to figure out a way to get better lighting on it so we can take a proper picture and put it on Facebook and yeah. Reddit and everything so that everybody can see it. We in just an need Insta. the morning sun to, mm-hmm. like, we would need to get the, the curtains off of the front doors yeah. and just wait for the morning sun to appear in there because that's the only time that we have that good front-facing light and those windows that are up at the stairs behind it doesn't oh, make it just a shadow. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, we gotta yeah, we gotta do something for sure. So but in the meantime, we hope you have a Merry Christmas. Yes. And oh, I will say this as part of the uh, I'm gonna leave us on, on this. You know, everybody's like happy holidays. If you say Merry Christmas and somebody shoots back happy happy holidays at you, say Merry fucking Christmas. Because everybody who does that is they want you to be tolerant of other people's holidays, but not yours. You can say happy Hanukkah. I don't care if you say happy Kwanzaa if you're one of like the six people who celebrate it, you know, or whatever, whatever it is that you I'm kidding. I know more than six people celebrate Kwanzaa. Please don't come back. Eh, come after me. Have fun anyway. But you know what? However, somebody wants to say something to you, just say it back. It doesn't matter if it doesn't matter. And you want tolerance and inclusion, then be tolerant, and inclusive of those people. I don't care. I don't care if you celebrate, you know. A, a baby being born today. If you celebrate Yule, which is the you know which was the celebration of pagan holiday of the forest, I don't care what you celebrate for 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 this this holiday. Just enjoy it and enjoy your life. And I hope you have an awesome weekend and that you have fun and that your family and everybody stays safe. 
Stay safe. Stay warm. We're grateful for you. We're thankful for you. Heck, we love you. So Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. And peace out with your peace out. Bye. Bye.